Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by attorney Adam Itzkowitz. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Uh, quick thank you to financial advisor Bob Lehman of Legacy Today for the introduction to Adam. Adam, let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to become a lawyer? Well, I always wanted to be a lawyer growing up. I mean, way back during the O.J. Simpson case, I saw all that kind of stuff going on and, and always fascinated by it. Eventually, I got into the uh, restaurant business um, right after college and whatnot. I saw all the little things going on with lawyers and, and the need for it, especially in the, in the business world and in the hospitality world. So I knew I needed to uh, pursue my dream and go to law school and here we are. All right. So it's kind of an interesting career path that you did the restaurant business first and, and, and then became an attorney. Um, what inspired you to the area of specialization that you're in now? So we really do two things. It's uh, we handle uh, business matters for you know, entrepreneurs, and we also do uh, personal injury. So for the injury space, and both of them really help people in different ways, and we kind of like that. The business side of it is helping people establish um, the basics of their business, getting the contracts in place, the formations of the entity, just helping people along the way. Because we, I did own, own businesses, still do own businesses, so we wanted to try to help them. And the injury world is the same space, albeit uh, from a different side of it here. We, we help people go through their time when they're injured and for some type of accident and get them compensation that uh, they deserve. So we, we, we like taking that space where we have happy clients at the end who we've felt good helping along the way. That makes a lot of sense. Let, let, we'll talk about the business side first. What are some of the most common mistakes that business owners are making that you're helping them protect themselves against? Yeah, at its most basic form, they, they don't form an entity. They don't have an LLC or a corporation. That, that's something that I find a, a lot of people make mistakes on. And then those who are in partnerships, they don't enter into the basic you know, operating agreements. They have none of that. They trust their partner. They trust whomever it is that they're with. 
and there's there's many reasons why you need to have these documents but uh nevertheless there's there's always a litany of problems that do occur in business so it's good to have uh those documents i i would say that those are the two most common mistakes that uh entrepreneurs and and, and people who are just starting up a business make absolutely and then let's talk about the opposite end of the spectrum let's say we do our jobs well and we build a successful business um, what are the kind of risks that we take in terms of what do we need protection from once we have a successful business? Yeah, you always want to have good insurance. That's the first thing, um, you know, whether that be workers' compensation or liability insurance, you, you, or some companies have uh, vehicles, so having proper auto insurance. And I think people get that by and large, but they may not necessarily have the proper limits. They always under, underestimate how much they might need in and applicable limits, whether that be because they want, you know, cheaper premiums or they just don't think that they need it until they need it. And so those are things, it, it's a shame to have a business sink because of lawsuits and a, a litigation, especially when it could have been prevented with, with certain measures of front. Absolutely. And then let's say we've done our jobs well and we've grown something successful. Um, how do we make sure what happens when we retire or God forbid something happens to us? How do we protect ourselves and kind of plan for that? Yeah, you know, um, obviously it depends on it. everyone's situations a little bit different, but you know, life insurance plans, um, there, there's wills and trusts that people want to have. There's some key man provisions if you're with partnerships and some insurance policies. Disabil having disability is another big one for some entrepreneurs because a lot of people use what's called what I call the the genius model, where it's just them. It's their brain. It's 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 their body that they're using uh, to make money for themselves, their business, and their family. And if for some reason something occurs to them where they're out of commission for whether it be short term or whether it be something more long term, they, they don't have any compensation coming in because suddenly now their their business model doesn't work because they can't actively work. So it, it's it's all of those things being prepared for in advance for all those potential catastrophes. And then what about succession? Do we need a buy-sell agreement or how does that work? Yeah, you know, it again, I mean, if you have a partnership, it's something that you want to speak to your partner about to figure out what's going to happen if and when one person passes away or if and when one person gets divorced or, or something in life changes. You should always have these type of plans in place, buy-out provisions, buy-sell provisions, that, that so the business can carry on. You know, you're not just impacting just yourself and your business. Oftentimes you have employees, these employees have families. So there's more to it than just you that we have to prepare for. So it, it's all of those things that we, we try to do in advance before it gets ugly in the business or before it's too late. That makes a lot of sense. Now let's talk about the personal injury side. What is, how would you define personal injury? What does that mean to you in your practice? So someone who's injured due to the fault of another um and it, you know that's a pretty broad term but you know car accidents are obviously the first ones that come to mind we represent a lot of people who um were injured due to negligence of another in, in swimming pools and hotels or you know they they tripped on something on floors or they were bitten by uh, a dog that ran wild so essentially it, it's it's through no fault of their own or they they ultimately got injured due to the negligence of whether it be another company or whether it be another person, and they've suffered injuries because of that. And then how do people differentiate? How do they tell the difference? Because obviously 
there's and everything we're talking about you are in florida so right. people who are not in florida should seek counsel that is licensed in their state there's our disclaimer so <laughs> if um there are billboards and tv commercials that are omnipresent people spending millions of dollars on tv ads go and call us if you're hurt um how do you differentiate yourself how do people tell the difference and identify who the real good lawyers are yeah I, you know you want to ask around it, you know Call your friends, family, call other attorneys and see if they can give you referrals to um, an attorney who might be able to handle their area of practice. I'd also ask that attorney, you know, it's all well and good to hear what settlement figures um, they've made in previous cases. But the question to ask is, what did those clients get out of that? What went in their pocket? Uh, how long did it take? From to go from, you know, start to finish? Did they get healthier through the process physically with, with going to the right um doctors and practitioners that's and would that client recommend that attorney again um and i think that's what we do and, and another one is another big one that we find is is the communication with the attorney who's going to be handling their case is it going to be a case manager is there paralegals or actually are you going to be dealing with that attorney will i have that attorney's cell phone number if i need to call them at late hours it's those things and the answer for us is yes they're dealing with our attorney they're dealing with me. They have my cell phone number. We're readily accessible. We will meet them by them because they're hurt. They can meet at our office if they feel more comfortable that way. So we, we try to appease the, uh, the client, and that's what our goal is. That makes a lot of sense. What are some of the biggest mistakes consumers are making when it comes to picking a personal injury attorney and handling that lawsuit? So, I, you know, sometimes what's unfortunate, they just get they go to somebody who they see on a billboard or somebody who just put a lot of marketing dollars into the things. And within a few months, they're calling our office saying, I haven't, I don't even know who my attorney is. I haven't spoken with my attorney. I've called five times to the office. Nobody returns my call. That, we hear that quite often. And then they try to come to our side, but sometimes, oftentimes it's too late. Um, so, before you get involved with any type of counsel, I, I, you should have multiple interviews, have it with more than one firm if you feel more comfortable and, and make sure you get the proper answers to your questions. You don't, sometimes you don't have a second chance at it. So just make sure you, you vet it out properly. That makes a lot of sense. With all of the success that you've had, what would you say your biggest challenge is now? That's a great question. Um, you know, insurance carriers have tightened up their pockets a little bit uh, recently. Um, like anybody else, I think they're trying to, you know, make up for some potential lost time. So, uh, you know, advocating on behalf of the client, it's becoming a little bit more of a struggle with the insurance carriers. But nevertheless, at the end of the day, you know, they are going to be on the hook to have to pay for our clients' damages for full and fair value for their claim. But I would say that that's over the past year or so, I've noticed a change in their behavior. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Helping people. Uh, there's really nothing better for me um, in really in any business, but especially with, with laws, the ability of helping people. Uh, on the business side of things, it's, it's a lot of people don't necessarily have the basics down on how to run a business and being able to consult with them and advocate for them and, and be there from the ground up. And, watching them launch. That's great. On the personal injury side of things, you know, we see them from their worst when they're 
the first day where they're hurt, going through something very traumatic and going through that process with them. And then ultimately at the end, being able to get them compensated for their pain and suffering, for their medical bills um, and, and giving them a check that sometimes, you know, for some of these people, it's more money than what they've seen in a year or two, you know, working. Um, that's, that's a good feeling to be able to do that for people. Absolutely. How do you get the word out? How are clients finding you? You know, we don't do too much on the advertising side of things. By design, a lot of what we do are word of mouth referrals that I find to be the, um, the biggest thing. And also attorney referrals. Uh, attorneys, because we've done good jobs for a certain client, they, they say, hey, you know, we may not be a specialist in this particular area, but you should call Adam and here's his phone number. That's the best kind that, that, you know, we have, we do some of the other stuff, you know, the search engine, the Facebook campaigns, but truth be told, when it's all said and done, that those, those word of mouth referrals is, those are the best. Absolutely. For, um, I know that you are also passionate about giving back. Can you talk a little bit about some of your charity work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we donate regularly to charity. We do pro bono work. Uh, for some of those in our area that are going through some financial um, times, uh, we've ran some endeavors through the law firm uh, that, that, especially when the pandemic first started hitting, we were doing some things for people on pro bono basis uh, to give back to them, especially because they didn't have the economics to proceed. So we do spend a large period of our time doing some of the pro bono work throughout the community. And then talk about your work with the West Chase Charitable Foundation. Yeah, so I, I, that you know, we haven't been involved in that in in a few years, uh, but I was on the board of that um, when when I was round over there in that particular area. What they do is they um, basically they they raise money for kids, families that are going through times of needs. Usually, that's medically related. So they run different types of events. Um, golf outings and, and um, other things like that that try to raise some money for that area. So people do have go through some financial struggles largely due to some type of medical uh, reason. They, they have the money ready to go and they grant it to people. And then throughout your career, you've also uh, given back to the profession and helped other attorneys. Talk a little bit about that. So, yeah, we, we speak in some law schools. Um, Thankfully, they asked us to keep coming back. So hopefully that's going well. I love that. I love being able to talk to law students or other attorneys that to kind of just pick their brain, they pick our brain, and we just kind of collaborate. Um, what I love about uh, law is it's, it's, a, it's a community of some other, everyone's kind of in it together. You know, everyone thinks it's one lawyer versus another. It's not always really that way. We're a bit of a fraternity. So we try to help each other out. Sometimes there's an area of law that kind of comes up. I pick up the phone, I'll call somebody and say, hey, have you ever seen this before? How do you, how do you handle that? And they'll give you an answer. And a week later, they may be calling you for the same type of thing. So um, yeah, I kind of like that. And I believe you recently became a father? I did. Yeah, thanks. Uh, she's 19 months now. So it's been, you know, one of the blessings of by and large working from home is, is I've been able to see my uh, daughter uh, grow up a little bit. So it got me out of the office and, and forced me to 
you know, work from home a little bit more. So that it's been really great seeing a little one grow from, you know, a newborn going now almost two years old. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thanks. For our folks watching or listening who are in Florida who want to learn more, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you and the law firm? Sure. They can call they can call us 813-461-6600, or they can just go to our website, www.itzlawfirm.com, and reach out, ask for Adam, be happy to help them. All right, well then, this has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Adam Itzkowitz of itzlawfirm.com. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. Thank you, Bob Lehman, for introducing us to Adam, and we will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.